previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. These thugs take your friends into a farmhouse, and it's a corn farm. And Abe, at that point, decides that he's going to follow the branching off path. Ambionitis, Brixius, and Finrail are bound. The three other prisoners that are in the room, there are two men and one woman. Get us out of here. Let, hey, let, hey. Like, save us. That's enough popping corn. And I cast Firebolt, and I burn the ropes off. I cut everybody else free. In comes Jimmy, and he calls for backup. We are now going to do a skill challenge. I would like to pick up the table and push him out of the door and then use the table to help barricade the door. Oh, would I be able to, like, run out, like, javelin a longsword? At Diane Fenrir's hat. You bury your sword. You just hear, from the top shelf. You can fall on squats. First thing I want to do <laughs> is slip a piece of cheese into her pocket. Element of surprise. I pulled out my faithful companion, Cheddar the Rat, and I threw him at her. So it all comes down to Finrail. Oh, God damn it. Can he try to sit this one out? <laughs> He sweeps Jimmy's leg. Jimmy goes down, and you guys succeed on this skill challenge. Where is this 10-year-old girl at? She is poking her head out through the bedroom door. Yeah, it's not going to work. And I've come to understand that children don't need to see a 7-foot guy beating this guy's face in until it cracks in caves. I think the best option would be to turn them into the the magistrate. Uh, And then, Protheum, what are you doing with shoulders? I knock him on his knees and, like, execution style, put a sword through the back of his neck. And the kid rolled a natural 20, so she saw all of that. I cast darkness. <laughs> and she screams and faints. <laughs> Finrail says, I think that I'm going to go grab my hat back, and then I'm going to go back home. I'll be seeing you. Finn. And he starts riding off into the mountains. What a dick. We almost killed him twice. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Kamper. With me today, I have Matt Smith. I'm still upset. That expeditious retreat only makes you run about two miles per hour faster than an average human being. Ben Renfro. So, the top three SpongeBob songs are in third place, Gary Come Home. In second place, Ripped Pants. And in first place, This Grill Is Not a Home. Brad Renfro. I hope when I inevitably choke to death on gummy bears, people just say I was killed by bears and leave it at that. Brad Richards. Now sit on the edge of the bed and watch me whack off. Tuck my ball sack between my legs and call call me me an ugly woman. woman. Okay. (laughs) And Eric Nemeth. You know those days when you're about to have a mental break, then realize you've been having a mental break for four years? All I want is a burrito now. A what? Burrito. Oh, a burrito. Yeah, mm. that would, that'd be pretty good. I was say, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Oh, yeah, Ben, <laughs> you're just wrong. You're wrong. Your list is wrong. You're wrong. Debate me. Uh, oh, wait, fuck, no. 
it's well, uh, jokes on you. I'm a master it. of debating. No, you. <laughs> num- number one is sweet victory, and then this say. grill is not a home. And then we can get into ripped pants from there. I was gonna, okay, that's my list. I would put ripped pants at number two. That's Over this grill is yeah, not a home. Absolutely. Absolutely. I guess there is a little I'm, more I'm a big uh, length to it. But the fact that sweet fan victory, of fun song. I like the fun song, but it's for fucking children. Yeah, the campfire song song is also up there, but sweet victory is number one, and I was all fucking appalled. Yeah, yeah, no. I literally made the list in my head before we started and then panicked under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely sweet victory and i'd still stick with this grill is not a home ah shit it's you're in wrong. the top three you're uh, wrong. you're okay. just wrong i'll make the list where second would be what do we say rip pants and then third no yeah third would be this girl is not a home and then if you want to get down into like fourths we can go uh a friend is a friend oh no you're wrong Wrong. Till the end of the end. Wrong. That's forever. Wrong. And a day. You're wrong. I'll stay by your side. Wrong. And you won't see me cry. You're wrong. <laughs> All right, you invertebrates. Oh, Let me teach you I how to do the sponge. sponge. <laughs> That's the best dancing song. Uh-huh. I didn't realize there were that many songs in Spider-Man. First you take your leg and you stick it in the air. And, and then, then you, you take, take the other one and stick it right, right up there. there. You turn yourself around. You give a great big lunge. And now you're doing the sponge. I'll do the sponge, sponge. I'll do the sponge. All right, listeners, listen. For next week, I will come up with a better list for you guys because I am all over the fucking place right now. And I will or have... just send us your top favorites. No, no, no. Because their favorite, your top their favorites, favorites are wrong. Mine are, mine are the facts. You're wrong. Everybody out there, you're wrong. I'll give you the top 10 songs in order factually. Pay attention to my Twitter and uh, I might put out some polls or something. I didn't even realize that there were that many songs. Don't you in ever SpongeBob. fucking disrespect Get educated, SpongeBob like that again? There's like five full albums. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. It's Christmas. Christmas. sweater. SpongeBob literally has a full Christmas album. Sorry if I led you guys astray. We'll fix it. This Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me. On that note. <laughs> decorating and plenty of snow. Mr. Sun came out and he smiled at me. That's got to be a good song, too. <laughs> On that note. Who wants to play some Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, is that why we're here? I want to watch some Spongebob. <laughs> Let's just watch Spongebob for this entire episode and just talk about it. Create a new podcast that's all about analyzing and breaking down episodes of Spongebob. Oh, who's on a podcast about D&D? Spongebob Squarepants. Really? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> well done. Moving on. Fuck you. All right. Who remembers <laughs> what happened last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast, which is a fifth edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We did a uh, skill round um, ability check game in a cornfield with some corn farmers against a people, a group of people trying to kill us. And that's about what we did. And here's the thing. I guess we're in the true Gala kingdom now and we did not know that. <laughs> Otherwise we might have 
communicated a little differently at the end with the uh, corn farmers. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are still at the uh, at the corn farm farmhouse with Papa Corn and his the corn farm farmers. Yeah, the corn farm corn farm farmers and Papa Corn and his son and daughter. All right, wait. Last episode, what did we say that uh, Abe was doing that he wasn't with us? Because I forgot. I don't think we ever asked about where's Abe. He went. The enemies split up, and he went to hunt down the second half. He's a pretty crappy tracker. Okay, cool. Some of them. Yeah, like they, <laughs> like half the tracks went to the cornfield, and the other half the tracks went another way that he decided to go on his own. Thanks for filling me up, Jet. So myself and Prothean came to you. I said filling me up. Um, filling me in. That's gross. Fill me up, fill me up, buttercup, baby. That's build me up, not filled me up. I can't fill up then. Why don't you fill me up, buttercup, baby, just to let me down? Mess me around and then worst of all, Worst of all, you oh. I saw the sun. <laughs> I saw the sky. Done with that. <laughs> we haven't done shit this episode, and we're half hour in this bitch. No, fifteen minutes. I'm sorry. I gotta be working seven hours. All right, right now at the farmhouse, we have Jet, Prothean, Ambionitis, and uh, Brixius, and you are with the corn farmers, Papa Corn, his daughter, and his son. And, um, real quick, since we leveled up at the end of last episode, you're all level seven now. Why don't you go ahead and quickly describe who your character is, what you look like, and, uh, what you got when you leveled up. Um, and we can start with Jet. Hi, everybody. My name is Jet. Um, I am a... Hello, Jet! (laughs) I'm sorry. Hi, Jet! Hi, Jet! Hello, Bruce. Fish are friends, not food. And so for my character, he's, I don't know, just kind of your average looking monk. I haven't really, I've described him a lot like um, the uh, anime characters, so I don't really have like a realistic version of, I guess, what he looks like. But uh, as far as my leveling up goes, just to keep this moving right along, I have two main things. One is an evasion skill, where it, it makes it... Basically harder to be hit by area effect damage, and if I do a dexterity saving throw that gives you half damage on a failed save, it reduces it to zero on a success, or it's half damage on a fail. So I get like a little bit extra bonus for like things that usually automatically give you damage. Wow. And then also I have stillness of mind, where I can use an action to reduce or to negate an effect of fear or being charmed on myself. Oh, wow. 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 Wow, that's awesome. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, Th- Thanks, guys. Wow. Why don't, why, why don't you tell us what's next, uh, how, how you've improved yourself, Brixius? Wow. Wow, okay. What Thanks, an introduction. Guys. Thanks, wow. man. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I play the character of Brixius Hammerbottom. Um, Hello, Brixius. Hi, Brixius. Fuck you. Hello, guys. Uh, Brother of Ambionitis, Hammerbottom. Uh, Essentially, my guy is a fighter and a sorcerer. Uh, 
In the beginning of the podcast, he was described as a douchebag, someone who would look like an oiled up bodybuilder, Damn. but not as strong and toned and not oiled up. However, so my guy's been strong, right? However, since I've been managing my gym, I've kind of gotten into the business side of things and haven't had enough time to be training so much as myself. So I have started to put on a few pounds now. However, still oh. just as strong, still have some tonage to me. But I am starting to put on a couple pounds. Dad bod. Um, yeah, it's getting closer to dad bod season. However, well, is not it dad quite bod there or, yet. or is it frat boy bod? Or what? You said crack boy? Frat boy. <laughs> no. You know, <laughs> you know the fucking bro at a frat house that wears a backwards hat in the fucking pool? That fucking guy. That's me. Not quite that douchey. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still devilishly handsome but just putting on a couple pounds uh so right now i'm a sorcerer level one and leveled up to a fighter level six so in doing so all i really got was a couple more hps so now i'm up to 48 total hit points and then from going to fighter level six i got an ability score improvement really not much in between uh every other level with fighters so now my strength modifier is up to a 20 so that's plus five for my strength. Dang. And then also I decided to take one of my sorcerer's spell and trade it out. I was never really using Witch's Bolt, so I traded it out for Chaos Bolt now from Xanthar's Guide to Everything, which is essentially a really badass spell, and hopefully I'll get to use it very shortly, and you will see how fun it is. Uh, it fits my character really well. So that's about the changes to my character and appearance. Oh yeah, and I'm a half-orc. I didn't say that, but so put that back in with descriptions. So now uh, I guess it would only make sense for Abe to now describe his character. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I don't think I actually even said what my classes were when I first introduced myself. No, probably not. Alright, so I'm a, I'm a tiefling. I'm Abraham Van Halen. I'm a, a tiefling. Hello, uh, Abraham. Hello, Abe. 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 Hey, Abe. Abe. Fuck off. Hello. Hey. Fuck you. Wow. 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 So I'm a, wow. uh, a multi-class ranger warlock. Show off. <laughs> so this wow. this level, I uh, I upped my, my ranger level. It's uh, pretty uneventful. Just got some HPs and an ability score improvement. Wow. That was it. So wow, yeah, wow. So I guess my my tiefling he's uh he's got the the swept back horns and purple skin. He's basically Thanos, and a uh, an eye patch on his. What did we decide on my left eye? I don't fucking remember one of the eyes. Maybe it switches. Who knows? <laughs> wow. I guess that's that's it. Whoa. Good job. All right, and. Uh, <laughs> Well, thank you for introducing yourself, Abraham. Fuck you. Uh, why don't you go ahead and pass the token to one of the other people at the table? Whoa. I whip it. I pocket the token. <laughs> Who's I next? I play for keeps. Who's next? The next man needs no introduction, but here's Ambionitis Hammerbottom. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what an introduction. Um... I'm Ambionitis Hammerbottom. Hello, Ambionitis. Hello, Ambionitis. Oh, oh, hi. And I'm addicted to fat women and stocking. You used that oh, my one. Oh, <laughs> Outstanding. 
And it's been like three days since I've eaten a fish. Amazing. <laughs> all right. You're an inspiration to all of us. <laughs> wow. Hey, she's not a lady unless she's 280. Dude, you wild. use that one too. This is a full really? episode of just <laughs> fucking so references and puns. 23 minutes into this, we haven't done shit. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're going to have to just call this something different. <laughs> Fuck. Um, filler. Yeah. So. I'm Ambie and I was Hammerbottom. I'm a half-orc. Uh, supposed to be chaotic neutral, however, that's that might be uh, changing. Chaotic neutral at best. <laughs> yeah, at best. I don't really think much. I don't remember how I described myself before. Um, kind of the same. Probably. <laughs> I mean, probably got some tattoos there. Sure. In the off time, because now we have money to do so. Probably just took a pen and started drawing on myself. I leveled up, uh, oh, yeah, I dual-classed Barbarian and Sorcerer. So I went up Barbarian, I got a cool thing called a Spirit Condom. Um, <laughs> so when I have a Raging one, um, I can use a reaction to roll 2d8 and reduce the damage of somebody I see if they take it. To protect, would you say? I would say to protect the, uh, the damage that could happen. Um, if the damage went inside of that person. So, it's spirit shield and you get 2d6. So, 2d8 is what we decided. Um, 2d6. Right, 2d8. 2d7. So, 2d10. I took some more hit points and now we're at the measly number of 96. (laughs) (laughs) You literally have exactly double my hit points right now. Yeah, (laughs) it's tough. It's hard out here being a being a weak bitch. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you want to know what I look like, go back to the first few episodes. I don't remember what I said. You could also remake yourself into a new man. Paul. You'd have long blonde uh, Fabio hair. I'll Paul. tell you what, Instantly. if all of a sudden Ambie and I it says long blonde Fabio hair, I'm going to have to attack him because I would not recognize him <laughs> as my brother. <laughs> Paul. Especially since he was just tied up a few minutes ago I right next to you in this cornhouse. Half orc. So, that's not happening. Oh, I do still have those big-ass teeth, though. That's the one thing I remember saying. I have ginormous fucking teeth that poke out the side of my mouth. Ever wonder how big squirrel's teeth are? Can land a plane on on those things. things. Yeah, so there's my riveting introduction. On to you. Me? Yeah, you bitch. Hi, everybody. I'm Filthy and Gray, man. Hello, Hello. Oh, Hello. Gray Man. Control. I'm lawful good. You're a full of shit. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no way. I'm lawful evil. That's that's better. That might be it. <laughs> that makes sense. Hi, I'm Revan Dawn Treader, and I'm full of shit. <laughs> um, my character could be best described as someone who looks like they retook the Holy Land. <laughs> <laughs> Brown. My character is oh. dumb as hell, if you guys haven't figured that out yet. He is the tallest athletic build with a beard and Ritz guy hair. He's a Ritz dumbass who got given a sword, basically. And a license to kill on behalf of Torm, apparently. Yep. Can literally just say, oh, I'm doing this because of Torm. Get away with anything. Basically, that's all I For do. For now. <laughs> Define Rich guy hair. Uh... 
I don't know. It's like nice slicked back, like kind of like a deuce bag style. I picture like slicked back, but like curly slicked back. Or like a hipster hairdo where it's like oh shaved, it's on shaved the side. everywhere oh, except my right on top. God. If you have that haircut and you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> I hate you. I thought you're going for more like the, like the Harry Osborne from Spider Man. Yeah, bro. fuck you, bro. Jack just got his haircut like that. I hope he stubs. He buzzed on the sides and back and left the top long where it's down in his eyebrows right now. I hope he fucking ah. stubs his toe. Ah. I like walking around with a giant greatsword on my back and a long sword. I always have a handful of knives on me. As you guys know from last episode, when I basically spewed a dude from across the field with my greatsword and killed him. So I like I can like javelin in a greatsword. So yeah, that's a thing. And uh, what'd you level up to? I'm a level 7. I gained a new spell, wow. new hit points. So I'm not at 59 health. You guys. Pussy. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> You'll find out about my spell later. I also have a. What's my call it? A Resist Avenger thing. Where basically, if I get. If a, a, hit, a creature attacks me with an opportunity attack, I can move half my speed immediately as part of my reaction, but it does not provoke any opportunity attacks against me. And apparently at level 6, which I have completely missed this, I also had an aura of protection. Whenever a friendly creature within 10 feet of you must make a savings throw, the creature gains a bonus to the saving throw equal to your charisma modifier with a minimum bonus of plus 1. So that probably could have helped us out a couple episodes ago. Yeah, that would have come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> We're all fucking dying in the cave from the mushrooms. Now that we've introduced all ourselves, let's go ahead and pick up the story where we left off. Jet Prothean. Brixius and Ambionitis, as I said earlier, you are still at the corn farm in the corn farmhouse with the corn farmers, Papa Corn, his daughter, and his son. And uh, last time, hot? last time you guys were talking about uh, solid question, saddling up the horses to head out. Where would you like to go, Papa Corn? I got a question for you. Yes, I suppose. Uh, being that I was tied up and brought here, what city are we in? Where exactly are we? Well, right now you're just in Trugala Kingdom in general, but um, I guess if you had to put us in a specific city, you'd be in the uh, under the protection of Astrocane. I'm gonna like lean over towards Ambionitis and just whisper, "Isn't that where we're supposed to be going?" Yes. What is the longitude and latitude? Um, so we're in Trugala right now? No shit. What? Okay, so about us <laughs> telling you to kind of fuck off and take care of the guys yourself, we will actually, uh, and, I'm, and I'm speaking for everyone on my behalf, but I think we'd be uh, grateful to be able to help take these guys in and do our part for Trugala. Well, I don't know. You seemed pretty reluctant to help out last time. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Listen, I know, but listen, I did not know we were in Trugala, and we actually have some business that we're we're traveling businessmen for the most part, and we have to take care of some uh, business in Trugala as well. So if we're going that way, anyways, I figure we can kind of help out. Traveling businessmen that huck great swords across cornfields and stab swords <laughs> to the back of it's their all heads part of the trade, brother. And jump off. Actually, a I'm just a missionary. And jump off cabinets and He's hit a people trade in partner. the heads. He's, it's just all part of the job. I'm trading so, religious ideas. He's trading swords in the back of people's heads. So listen, um, the, the little girl speaks up and says, 
and since last episode, since last yesterday, she has gone full goth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we turned one. <laughs> the gods don't really even matter. Oh, like Jesus. You know, That's not anybody goth. can die. Sounds like blasphemy. I love them like, all uh, talking like a little goth girl. <laughs> I get like Prothea uh, needs to to give her some uh, holy insight. <laughs> I'm going to get down on one knee so I'm like eye to eye with her and have like a murderous smile on my face that everyone else can't see. Are you going to pick her up as some sort of like <laughs> like trainee to be an assassin? <laughs> Next Figus. <laughs> I think I'm Figus. Train her how to burn people. Can I do a perception check <laughs> oh. to see if I see this happening? Sure. I do want to get back to my conversation with Papa Corn after this, because I got a couple questions <laughs> for him. Fifth, no, 12. I thought that was a 14. Are you, prof- are you proficient in it? No. Oh, no, okay. perception? I am. Fuck yourself. What do I add? Three? Sure. Now your proficiency bonus, plus your wisdom. Go call. Uh, 15. Prothean, how hard are you trying to hide this? Um, basically, just my back to the rest of the group, so I'm just kneeling down, talking to this little girl about religion. Okay, so... Um, yeah, Ambionitis, you notice that he's he's got kind of a he's got a very creepy smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, I want to grab him by the collar and pull him the fuck back up before he starts talking to this girl about murdering people. I'm just having a conversation about religion, teaching the religion. Yeah, you and religion have a very funny relationship, like cousins taking a bath together. Let's fucking go. <laughs> nice. Wow. I hand her a book. Oh, I p- pull out of my bomb bag. One of the, a book of Torm, so she can learn about Torm, the one true god. Bold move. She takes it from you and looks at it and goes, whatever, and kind of tosses it into the other room and then walks Ooh. into the bedroom and slams the Ooh, door. That's some disrespect to Torm right there. I hope she comes back way, way, way later in this campaign as a full-on pledge to Torm and, finds up, and meets up with Prothean. Oh, if she's not, when she's an adult, she's going to get crusaded. She's 10. <laughs> she's got some time. She's got time to see the light. Uh, Papa Corrin says, all right, now that you're done teaching my daughter about, and he puts his hands up in air quotes, religion. It. What question did you have? Well, I was pretty much just... Well, he's definitely old enough to get crusaded. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty much just letting you know that because we're here for some business reasons, that we're actually okay okay with taking these guys in. Um, give me a persuasion check. 18. He goes, you know what? You must be men of, men of the cloth and of the coin. Uh, I, will, I would be very grateful if you would help take these men in. What makes you think I have cloth? Do you not see my lack of clothing? Is your, then you must be one of the coin. Has your dick been out in front of these kids this entire time? <laughs> Uh, no, it's behind his cod piece. The mage hand, yo. <laughs> yeah, I've just been walking with my mage hand kind of gr- gripped around it. Oh my god. Do you have a sock? <laughs> yeah, they're on my feet. Can I have one? No. Great. Uh, second question for you, Pops. Do you have clothes? <laughs> sure. Well, you might want to talk in private where the children cannot hear. He, he shakes his head to one side and his son heads out onto the porch, grabs the pitchfork, and goes to bale some corn stalks. All right, so I'm talking kind of like a hushed voice right now. So there's been rumors about demons in Trugala Kingdom. 
do you know anything about demons? Son, I am a God-fearing man. I only worship the one true God, Helleros, and he has nothing to do with demons. Of course, you know, you of course know the history of Trugala. Yes, 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 but I'm just saying, like, sometimes talk gets around town and everything. Do you Have you just heard any chatter about demons? No, I only know the history and what is a part of our terrible history, but we no longer dabble in such matters. Okay. Not for, not for a millennia. No, 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 I got you. I, I was just curious. I heard some rumors while I was traveling, and so did some of my buddies here, and, uh... My uh, torn-believing friend had also heard a couple rumors and seeked out to uh, try to find some answers. But if you say that nothing's been going on or nothing that you're aware of and everything, we'll take your word for it. Well, if you, if you want to learn any more, I'm sure that the priests of Helleros in uh, Astrakane would know much more. I'm sure that their connection with our god would be... False God. Uh, our God would be much <laughs> more poignant and much more knowing. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Poignant's a pretty big word for a farmhand. <laughs> this farmhand is a good guy who fed us lots of corn, so I'm okay with it. Uh, so we're about to be taken off. One last request from you. Do you have an extra sock in your sock drawer? He kind of looks, he kind of glances down and goes, I don't think I have one that big. Hey, okay, okay. I'm not even mad right now. I'm I, offended. I understand. It's hard for, uh, it's okay. I pat him on the back with my mage hand. Joke's on you. He was looking at your foot because you're 6'9". <laughs> well, my, my character's going to take it very pridefully. And I look to the rest of the group. All right, boys. Are uh, you ready to head into town? See the magistrate? Sure. With haste. As you guys hold head on, out the hold front. on, hold the fuck on. Before, okay. okay, is fifty gold a lot to these people? Yes. Okay, so it's a lot to me too. It's <laughs> 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 right. nothing to me. So I want to like kind of slowly get together and like getting ready to head out. Um, and I kind of want to hang back behind everybody. Turn to the uh, popcorn. And drop him a bag of 50 gold pieces. Say thank you. And uh, take care of your family. And throw that fucking book away. Since when the hell did you like become <laughs> civilized and learn to talk to people? I'm trying. Those years at the gym made me soft. Yeah, well, that's like the softest thing you could have done right there. <laughs> <laughs> the popcorn says, Oh, you truly must be... Someone sent by Helleros. I hope that you have all the good fortune on the road and that you find the business you are looking Don't for. Don't I have fucking deity shit? Did you say D&D shit? No. I hope you stub your fucking toe in the shower. I hope you speak a little clearer next time. Deity. Is it, um, isn't my thing uh, the religious sorcerer some shit? Divine thing? You, you never really um, said that you had a god. The... The orcs in the mountains said that you had divine light, but you had never really kind of established that you preferred one god, and I can only assume that after the demons completely slaughtered your village and your family that you didn't really believe in any sort of higher power. It's like you found the Avatar state 
before you practiced using it. That makes sense. I just wanted to make sure, just because like I never elaborated on it, and I also forgot I had it. You can always follow Tom. Fuck off, Prothean. Alright, so are we walking on the trail now towards the uh, kingdom? Like the capital? Yeah, you're on the road now. With and the you're... enemy's horses. Yes. You're on the enemy's horses, and uh, which there are five of. And there are four of you, and then the other two, your two prisoners, I suppose, you put on the fifth horse? No, no, no. They are tied to the back of a horse walking. I was going to say they're the uh, farmer's new scarecrows. We, I can arrange that. We cannot murder these people and hang them in the cornfields. No, no, we don't murder anybody. Prothean, scarecrows are much scarier when they're alive. We are traveling just oh, with Jesus. them. They are with us. It's good to be back, and to be back with your announcements. No podcast partner this week, but if you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your project and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. For all our listeners out there, make sure to recommend the show to your friends if you are enjoying what you hear. Your recommendations are the quickest way to grow the podcast. Then both you and your friend should leave a rating and a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. Or all three, because we will read them all. No new reviews this week, but we will have one in the coming weeks. And while you're waiting, you might as well head over to redbubble.com for official Death Saving Bros swag. The Death Saving Bros logo design is currently available on shirts, hoodies, mugs, and notebooks with, and I swear, I'm telling the truth this time, new designs are coming soon. We actually have one ready to go, but the Redbubble website is making things a little bit difficult, so I couldn't officially announce it this week, but you'll be able to find all that gear by searching Death Saving Bros on redbubble.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Death Saving Bros for the latest news about the podcast, and follow Life Saving Bros on Instagram for plot hooks, pre-made character sheets, and other tips and tricks to bring your own D&D campaign to life. Now, without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Okay, yeah, you're on the road. All right, Jet, question for you, by the way. Uh, What's up, boss? Isn't there a god that you believe in? I've learned a lot about the different gods. Um, I don't really... I was born under the temple of Sargonis, yeah. That's uh, who I know about. What is Sargonis the god of? Revenge and fire. Oh, I like that god already. Maybe you'll have to teach me some more about him sometime because I am out for revenge against the demons that killed my family. I can teach you about Torm, the god of justice. I'm also interested in learning about Torm. However, they kept mentioning back at the farmhouse, uh, Helleros. Do either of you guys know much about that god? He's an evil god that deserves to be purged from existence. Really? There are a bunch of godless heathens around here worshiping a fake god who deserved all to be burned. Listen, to- listen, uh, Prothean. I, uh, I know you don't believe in Helleros. 
I don't really believe in anything. I was just curious because it seems like all these people mention this god, and I've never really thought much of religion. And as you're discussing this and you're moving down the road, you hear the galloping of hooves coming towards you from the south. I draw my shield and longsword. Son of a bitch. What what do I see? Uh, You see a single rider atop a horse galloping towards you. I draw my bow and arrow. I draw my longsword and my shield. I just stop and wait for him to catch up to hear what he has to say. I'm not going to shoot anything. That's all I'm doing. Is it big or small? Medium-sized. Small compared to us. Because he's far away. Like how far? Uh, 300 yards. Ah, uh, okay. Like I said, I just kind of pull off from the group and stop and turn around to face him. Yeah, is it in front of us or behind <laughs> us? He's coming from in front of you. Oh. Yeah, so you go ahead and turn around, buddy. Well, I, he said from <laughs> the south, so I just figured it was behind us. I guess I didn't know what direction we were traveling. You're headed south, southeast. I want to hold a firebolt in my hand. I don't do anything. I look calm and ready to talk to him. Well, that's that's a first. <laughs> my kid just has his average predatory smile going on. You're a really creepy character, you know that? <laughs> yes, I do. But I also stop with my brother. I just hold firebolt in my hand. All right. As the rider dries, draws closer, you uh, notice a familiar face. Finrail. Fucking Taylor. <laughs> my bet's on, my money's <laughs> no, it, on Taylor. Or Figus. No. <laughs> it's Abe. Well, I lost all my money. Damn. Sup, guys? I fire my arrow. Do I know it's him? <laughs> Goddamn. Chaos bolt. <laughs> ah, another tiefling. <laughs> yeah, I want to th- yeah, throw you guys, my fire. You guys bolt. recognize him. I put my sword and sealed away. Yeah, I throw my firebolt at him. So where have you been off to? Well, hold on, wait. <laughs> so we had a launched arrow from Jet. <laughs> no, I didn't actually had, do that. We had a thrown firebolt <laughs> from Ambionitis. Or did you not really do no, that? No, I did that. Does my character think it's a demon <laughs> riding on a horse towards us? No, I. you would know that it's... Protein would have told us. Okay. Can I, like, see this fireball coming and, like, get my shield up? Um, no. <laughs> Even if I'm, like, 300 yards away? Well, you're getting closer now, and now they can tell who so it I'm is. So, like, 200 yards away? You're, like, 100 feet away, because I think that's how far a fireball's going to go. 120 feet, yeah. <laughs> 120 feet. Ambionitis, <laughs> go ahead and roll for attack. Better roll low. Oh, wow. <laughs> what, a, what a shot. <laughs> what do I add to magic? I barely use this shit. Proficiency, proficiency and charisma. Charisma? I believe uh, with us it's charisma being sorcerers. I have it written on one of these sheets. You'd be correct. Yep, it's charisma. Okay. So, 17. Damn, I'm at 17. So I can't get my shield up? No, nope. I see this coming. Nope. <laughs> Damn it. Hits you square in the chest <laughs> and explodes like uh, like a little uh, splash of water over your chest. And how much damage does he take? Five. Oh, you prick. <laughs> oh, hey, didn't see you there. Thought you were somebody else, like a demon. I want to cast. Let's see, what do I got? Create bonfire directly where he's standing. <laughs> <laughs> Where his horse is standing? Oh, is he on a horse? Yes. 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 Sure. What does create bonfire do? All right. Creates a magic bonfire in a five foot cube. Wow. Any creature in the fire oh. space entering it or ending its turn must make a dexterity save or take 1d8 fire damage. 
ignites flammable objects. Is anybody else standing like my horse is flammable? No, it's only going to be your horse. You occupy one five-foot cube. And, uh... Oh, wait, can I... Does it have to be a... I don't think it's specified. Are we saying it has to be on the ground? Or can I create it, like, in the air? Like, on a saddle. Like, directly centered, like... Oh my foot. Yeah, right on a saddle. On my head. Wouldn't that just essentially make it fireball? I don't think it said, like, in the... Regardless. What I think kind of he... fucking spell is that? I almost picked it for one of the characters <laughs> I was creating, honestly. I think it's cool. Guys, can we... Can we just get along? No. It's on the ground. Bonfire on the ground. Ah, dang it. Okay, his horse, then. Okay, and uh, what was your dexterity saving throw? 19, naturally. All right. Um, Damn it. Yes, so... Did his horse roll a 19? <laughs> it rolled a natural one. Nice! <laughs> nice. Um, but Ambionitis is 19. I will count as an God. animal handling check. <laughs> that. And he manages to control his horse so that he does not fall off. It backs out of the cube. Abe! Damn it. I want to ride up to Abe and smack the fuck out of him. <laughs> Watch out for the spontaneous combustion. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Did you see the fucking fire over there? It came out of nowhere. Where'd you run off to anyway when we were trying to save these guys? I think I found their headquarters. But I guess you killed all these guys already. Yeah, yeah, thanks for helping. We found a lot of coin. Are they dead? No, we got the, uh... I'm, I'm not dead! I realized... Oh, shit! I fucking stabbed him. <laughs> I realized... <laughs> I realized last week that, um, I didn't give Jimmy the, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait voice <laughs> that I used the first time. But, yeah. I panic and I stab him. Just, like, a little bit. <laughs> Ow! Wait, how come he's allowed to stab him, but I'm not? Ow, that hurt. Can we just say we murder them on the trail right now? Yeah, are we trying to, like, take these guys in for, like, a bounty or something? Is that what you're doing? No, I think we're honestly just traveling with them because we were going to go talk to the magistrate anyways of the city. And it would kind of be a ticket to get in to talk to him. And then we'd be able to question him. So two of them. Why do we extract information from one of them? I know a couple ways. Um... Jimmy says, Don't you guys know that torture never gives you the right answers? I start torturing him. We'll see if I get the right answers. I poke him in the eyeball. Oh, they haven't met me yet. <laughs> Stick him again. Stab, stab. <laughs> Ow! Ow, that hurts! <laughs> oh, I have zone... I don't like it! Wait, I have zone of truth. Listen here. Where are the demons? I don't know about any demons. I strike him hard. What the fuck? And I will ask again. What do you know about demons in Trugala? I said I don't know anything about demons. I strike what? him again what? What? really hard. Your Ow! line of questioning and who you're questioning is unparalleled in any story we've ever done. My guy's not supposed to be the smartest, okay? Hey, tell them if they don't answer your question. I'm gonna start asking them questions. Listen, my friend over here is a really fucked up individual, and I've seen <laughs> him do some things that make me question him every single day and why I'm traveling with him. Now, if you don't tell me what's going on with demons in the Trugala Kingdom, then he is going to start questioning you, and I can't, uh, can't promise it's going to go well. I'm just sitting over there on my horse with a predatory smile. Go ahead and roll intimidation. Nice. That's a natural 19, plus uh, I'm proficient in it, so that's at least 22, plus whatever intimidation is. Jimmy Crackcorn 
quails underneath your threats and says, Look, I said I don't know anything about demons, but, you know, we do have a history as a kingdom, like a millennia ago. I hit him again. That doesn't help me. Is he dead yet? (laughs) No. He's just very... He's got a bloody lip and a swelling right eye. And also a couple puncture wounds. I'm not here for a history lesson. I started going along the trail. Start removing fingers or teeth. That always helps me. Uh, whose horse are these guy are these prisoners attached to? The fifth one. Oh, okay. Um, so Ambionitis goes up the trail. Jimmy and um, green-shirted woman are still there under your baleful eye, Brixius. All right. Um. So what happened to Finrail? You did. Finn, that bastard. I thought he was out with the boys for the whole, like, full send, all in, and he kind of left us early. He wasn't about the adventure. Very disappointed in him. But Is he uh, not about the adventure because he uh, ate shit and died? He didn't die. He was alive with us, and he didn't even try to fight back when the assassins came for us. He was alive? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he, he, was, he was alive. He woke up next to us, and he did not try to help out, so I'm kind of upset with him right now. Uh, he did try. He just <laughs> failed miserably. Yeah, I count that as purposely not trying because of how bad it was. Um, <laughs> how was this guy the sheriff of a town? I don't think he hit a single person with this crossbow. Like Over the three episodes? No, <laughs> the <whole> he didn't. <laughs> um, I guess I just leave this guy kind of really bloody, and then we just keep going on the trail because I'd like to get to the city this episode. That might not happen. <laughs> No, it, it's going to happen right now. So you guys get down the trail. We get to the city. Um, and it, there it is. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after half a day's ride, a um, little bit longer since you are towing the uh, two prisoners behind you, you come across a town that's about the size of South Salt, a little bit bigger, um, not quite as large as Nashpura. And it's a sprawling expanse of uh, wooden houses. None of them are higher than two stories tall, but dominating the skyline that you can see out beyond the foothills is a massive spire of a gigantic cathedral. It's so enormous compared to the size of the houses and buildings around it that it seems like it shouldn't be there at all. It's made of perfectly sculpted stone. There are massive arches with stained glass windows in between the arches that don't look in on anything. They're just stained glass for the sake of having stained glass in between these arches with spires of crossed metals and um, ornate glistening jewels around each of the windows. Someone's overcompensating. Ha! I get it. It's a joke about having a small penis. Whoa. You want me to keep walking you into the city? <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, you just, right, we're just going to stand here and admire the architecture for a while. Wow. Wow. Wow, would you look at that? Wow. Would you look at that? Just look at it. I know a handful of pallets wow. who'd want to burn that down with me. Good I'm sure my character recognizes this architecture and is kind of blown away, being that uh, cities fascinate me. Jimmy speaks up from the back and goes, Yeah, that's the city of Astrakane. And, uh, 
just a, a little side note. Um, guy, paladin guy with the, um, with the, with the armor and the, the symbol of Torm. You might not want to wear that into town. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. I'm going to, like, cover it up with my cloak. Maybe you'll think of that when, uh, and you'll put in a good word for us when, when you take us to the magistrate. Put in a good foot up your butthole. Whoa. (laughs) All right, so, uh... Got him. Guy, do you know how to get to the magistrate? (laughs) Guy that we're trying to turn into the magistrate. (laughs) Tell us how to get there. That is my offer. <laughs> um, do I get anything out of it? Well, I haven't murdered you yet, so... You get to go to the magistrate. I won't hit you again right now. And then maybe I'll consider... Considering the idea of maybe considering to give you a good word. I haven't given you any mercy yet, so... There's that. Jimmy looks at uh, his companion, in the, the woman in the green shirt, and... He says, yeah, no, that sounds like a pretty good idea. And he tells you that the magistrate would be the building directly next to the giant cathedral. The law and religion in Trugala are hand in hand. They coexist and operate seamlessly. Thank you. I don't hit him. Rest of group. Should we go straight there? Is there anything else in town we have to take care of? Yes, yes. go straight there. I thought we were here for the uh, demons. Yeah, but the magistrate might have some information on the demons. I'm assuming demons are coming from the church. They're probably the ones behind it. Then we should go there. Um, Jimmy speaks up from the back and goes, Yeah, actually, the, the church would probably be the best option for the demons. Yeah, you're just saying that because you don't want us to turn you in. We go to the magistrate. Okay. And uh, you guys head on into town. And uh, as you're walking through, you notice that the people there in town are wearing uh, sort of like really long lab coats or um, what what are those things called? The sweaters that... Sweater vests? No, not sweater vests. Um, cardigans. Cardigans. <laughs> really long cardigans. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're all wearing these really long jackety things. What a that, bunch of fucking nerds! That are all open and um, they're in very, very pure colors. So you've got white, you've got gold for the men. For the women, you have um, light blue and you have uh, pale pink. And as you're walking through, people nod at you courteously, but they kind of linger a little bit longer as you pass them by. Clearly, you are new to town and people are taking notice. Um, And after walking through the streets, following that giant spire that you can see from anywhere in the town, even when you're walking between the buildings, you arrive in front of the cathedral in in the middle of a enormous square. In the middle of the square is a gurgling fountain and atop the fountain is a humanoid figure with five faces not five individual faces around his head but one face that is separated into five different segments and each one has different physical features and from his hand that he is gesturing out in an offering of peace flows water into the fountain you can see 
enormous golden-plated doors that lead into the cathedral. And next to the cathedral, sort of like a rectory, you see another stone building that has a, um, a balanced scale and a gavel, which is the, uh, the hammer that judges uses, use, which you recognize as the magistrate's office. You enter into the magistrate's office, and inside, you are kind of funneled in, and there is a, you know how, like, airports have the, the line guides with the ropes? Oh, do I. You come in, and you see that there is one of those, and it zigzags back and forth. We proceed like they do at Shrek and walk straight through. <laughs> okay, you walk through 20 rows. I was kidding. I'm not that big. <laughs> <laughs> Ambionitis and Brixius are. Uh, there are 20 rows crisscrossing back and forth, and at the far end of the room is a woman with curly gray hair and uh, spectacles perched on her nose with a, uh, with a chain that loops around back behind her head, and she's sitting there twirling a quill between her fingers. Does it hang low? Does it wobble to and fro? Her chain? Yeah. No, yeah. her wang. <laughs> her wang. So we just walk through them. Does she have a wang? I'd like to use an insight check to <laughs> determine whether or not she might have a wang. That may or may not hang. <laughs> Prothean, did you say you just walk straight through the? No, I'm gonna ask. If, the I'm ropes. gonna ask the rest of the group if he just walk straight through, or so actually follow the line. We're just gonna fast travel to. <laughs> How long? Is, like, is there an actual line of people, or is it just like? No, it's empty. Lines, like, oh, so we could just like, hop it. Zip through the line real quick. Uh, just walk in a straight line. Quickest way there. <laughs> we'll be like kids at a theme park and like duck under all the lines. <laughs> yeah. So you do a combination of those things. Uh, you duck under the ropes. You run back and forth. You jump the ropes and uh, you get in front of the lady. How you doing, ma'am? Name and business? Uh, well, I'm Abraham Van Halen. We have these uh, criminals we'd like to hand off to you. Fill out this form in triplicate for each prisoner that you wish to submit for jurisdiction. Alrighty, here's the beautiful part about D&D. Here you go, Brixius. This is all you. (laughs) 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 Of course I can do it. I didn't catch him. (laughs) Why would you doubt me? Of course. Sure, I reach out and uh, grab the papers. (coughs) All right. Uh, Brixius, you, after all of your, uh, minimal studying, you can see that the sheets only say, name, why. <laughs> he just writes his own name on every line. Yeah, I see name <laughs> and I fill it out with my name <laughs> and the reason why. <laughs> because you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> Little old lady. <laughs> She takes a look and says, All right, I see that Brixius Hammerbottom is your prisoner. <laughs> no, of course not. Why would I be your prisoner? This is Brixius. Get it right, lady. Why would I be my own prisoner? Uh, the doors to either side pop open and out pop two guards who take <laughs> you by the arms. <laughs> I shrug free. I Son. am not the criminal. These hooligans I have behind me are the criminals. Yeah, the dude's tied up that we dragged in here. The guys with chains and the bloody faces. 
that look like criminals are the criminals. And what did they do? Criminal things. These two behind me, all bloodied face and tied up, are slavers. And they tried to take me and my companions as slaves. And I found myself in a farmhouse on the outskirts of your kingdom, so I decided to bring them in here for trying to enslave us. Oh, well, that's very serious. For that case, you can go straight to the magistrate. And she presses a button, and the entire thing that she's sitting on just swings inward, and suddenly you're in a courtroom. Well, and that's, that's where we're going to pick up tomorrow. Real I she was convenient. The <laughs> or not tomorrow, next episode on the Death Saving Bros podcast. So, when we look back and say, what did we accomplish this episode? Nothing. We, we walked a trail. We walked Got there. to the magistrate. <laughs> filled out some paperwork. And walked into the courtroom. And that's it. It was so painful. absolutely nothing. <laughs> we leveled up. Filled out some paperwork in triplicate. We found out my character's creepy as fuck. I don't even know if that's I know how to you. write my own name. We already knew that. We spent 45 minutes talking about nothing. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard on this episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast, leave us a review on Stitcher, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. Um, Follow us on Twitter for all of the latest news or on Instagram at Death Saving Bros. You can also follow us at Life Saving Bros on Instagram for tips, tricks, and uh, materials to help bring your own D&D campaign to life. You can follow me personally at HP Camper. You can follow me at Benfro15. I am at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. Just fucking tweet at the other guys. They'll tell me about it. You don't play RuneScape anymore? I'm on RuneScape, but they should fucking know what it is by now. B-Dizzle? Uh, yeah, I think that's what it is, 918. But no, every time somebody tweets at us or like something, Ben will just tell me. He's like, oh yeah, did you see this? I'm like, no. Yeah, guys, I really do appreciate <laughs> when you guys tweet at us, interact with us, leave comments, because I talk about it, so do it. And then just feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Do it, so we actually have something Gives to talk about. chub. Other than insulting each other. Nobody tweets at me, guys. I don't feel the love over you. Just imagine Shia LaBeouf in your head all the time. Just do it. Stop letting your dreams be dreams. Shia LaBeouf. Normal Tuesday night for Shia LaBeouf. You can follow me at Old School RuneScape as Fat Smith. Matt, I've seen your character. It's shit. This is true. <laughs> And you can follow me at ESNemeth. That actually is my Twitter. And your Instagram is ESNemethZ? Yep, with a Z. Yeah, it makes it real difficult when I'm trying to tag <laughs> you in our stuff. <laughs> Ooh, with the Z? Yeah. Where the fuck is the Z in there? It's EZNemeth. Oh. Is it? No, it's ES. <laughs> no, the Z's at the end. Yeah, it's ESNemethZ. I know. It just sounded funny. Fuck that. Until next time, wherever you may be... Oh. Until next time, wherever you're listening, in your car, in your home. Oh, no shit. How, do I, how does this go? Until next time. Fuck off. No one cares. Those of you listening. <laughs> Aw. Keep saving those death thrills, and we'll see you next time. Cue the music. Out. Stole the show. Nailed it.
these chairs make for a very sweaty crotch. We're gonna record. <laughs> We're gonna record. These chairs make my crotch sweaty. Paul Camber. Mm, everything's really sweating. Everything that once was dry is very Eric, sweaty. Eric, what is the input in Audacity? New from J.K. Rowling. Harry Potter and the audacity of this bitch. Okay, good. <laughs> Go ahead and record. All right, recording. Actually, do you want me to do it in his voice? Uh, that's your call. That was fine for me, but if you want to, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to do it in his voice. It's hurting my throat. <laughs> All right, great. And if you're listening, wherever you may be, whether you're on the shitter, in the shower, in your car, at home, at the gym, on a plane, in the airport... At your mother's home. Whacking off. In Paul's mother's basement. Whether you're making love, whether you're whacking off, whether you're not doing any of the above, whether you're just sitting in a basement, whether you're on a couch, whether you're hanging from a a hangboard, whether you're in a tree, or a tree fort, or on a hammock, or no matter where you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. I only listen to this podcast when I'm having sex. Like, full blasting on my TV. So you never listen to the podcast? Oh. 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 That is fucking savage. You just missed that firebolt thrown straight to his chest. It's <laughs> not a firebolt, that's a fireball. Just the head, uh, I'm sorry, it was too easy. That was actually a pretty good one. That hits you right in the dick, or doesn't, I guess, depending on which end of the joke you were. That's, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> All right, well. All right, guys. Now, Bobby, that's just messed up now, Bobby. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs, Evening Melodrama, Heavy Interlude, Sovereign Quarter, and To The Ends are by Kevin MacLeod and Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The tracks Fantasy Theme, Ice and Snow, and Morning Flags are by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.